Olive Garden is fifth on this list. At fifth place on this list, doubt starts to creep into the dining experience. It's perfectly reasonable at Olive Garden to ask yourself if you should have sought out a local restaurant serving spaghetti or stayed home and boiled your own noodles. Olive Garden understands angst because the chain has suffered from it too. Few casual dining institutions are as prone to gimmicks as Olive Garden, which will try anything to hold on to its customer base. Olive Garden has experimented with pasta passes, breadstick sandwiches, and noodle nachos. No matter which doubts you harbor, Olive Garden's strategy is to throw breadsticks at it. The breadsticks are a shade too sweet and sometimes have more hard edges than the kitchen intended, but they are famously endless. And for a price, you can order a dipping cup of Alfredo or a marinara sauce to stave off the promised monotony. Olive Garden is adept at carb comfort. Actually, Olive Garden is good at all kinds of comfort. Only at Olive Garden do I see people happily eating directly out of salad serving bowls and conspiring with their servers to hatch strategies for getting the highest possible number of complimentary breadsticks into a take-home box. Despite my dislike for the amount of butter in the shrimp scampi and oil and the pallid stuffed mushrooms, I lingered at Olive Garden longer than at any other restaurant I visited. It helps that the tiramisu is surprisingly good. If you haven't been to Olive Garden lately, and I think it's safe to assume you have been to an Olive Garden, it shed its farmhouse look a few years ago. Now it's aiming for clean and modern with its wine displays and carpet patterns. What you'll notice mostly, though, are customers and managers and headsets trying to keep the warren of dining rooms under control. Olive Garden stays busy. And people watching is part of the fun. On my second Olive Garden trip, a newly dating couple was seated to the table left of mine, and a Spanish-speaking family sharing a bottle of wine was to the right. At most casual dining chains, if you choose to drink wine, the only decision you have to make is whether you want six or nine ounces in your glass. Olive Garden isn't going to show up in Wine Spectator anytime soon, but it does offer a dozen varietals and was the sole place I encountered that pours rosé. You know what would go well with rosé? Fried lasagna. The lasagna is sliced down into two bite planks, so once frittered, you're looking at something that's like a graduate-level mozzarella stick. Starters also include a fried ravioli stuffed with enough greasy pork to recall Chinese takeout fried wontons. My guess is lots of Olive Gardeners forego appetizers because iceberg lettuce salad is free, at least if you order an entree. Unless you're incapable of saying no to pepperoncini, ask for the Supa Toscana instead. Despite, or perhaps because of, sausage bits that taste as though they were pried off a microwave pizza, the soup has a satisfying depth. I went to Olive Garden thinking chicken parmesan would be a safe bet. But like the enticing build-your-own-lasagna, there was nothing to recommend it beyond a moderately robust marinara sauce. I would suggest skipping both in favor of fettuccine alfredo. In the end, though, you're not coming to Olive Garden for the food. You're coming to relax. And of that, I have no doubt.